Hey, this is Jonathan with Limitless Mindset. And today I have the pleasure of speaking with Russell Symes. And one of the reasons why I was excited about talking to this guy is biohackers seem to have this constant curiosity and this uh, almost kind of a fetish with novelty. We're, we're interested in trying new things. We are always curious about what is the cutting edge? What are the, what are the new things that science is coming up with that can, that can empower our health, that can potentially give us another 20, 30 years of living in really great health. But at the same time, biohackers have have a a responsible outlook on risk and we're interested in what are the what are the best tools that science has to offer us to live a whole lot better but that have a acceptable risk profile and russell is a guy with a, a fascinating biohacking story and he has really made it his business with infinite age co to offer the the highest possible quality of verifiable supplements that fit into this category that fit into this overlap of of cutting edge tools that the research is offering us with a really reasonable risk profile to them so how you doing today brother hey how's it going how are you doing this morning or what time is it where you're at obviously you can see where it's very early where i'm at so yeah, I'm in Bulgaria and I was kind of chuckling because my wife just showed up and she was sending me pictures of the the prepper food stash that she's picking up at the the grocery store because I I got her into the whole uh the whole doomsday prepping thing. So we're like stashing food in a spot in case the zombie apocalypse goes down and we need uh extra calories. You guys doing your own canning or you guys canning or how, how are you uh, preserving your guys' food? Okay, right now we are just getting the uh, getting the items that will last like five years from the grocery store, but I anticipate we'll get more sophisticated with it. Doomsday prepping, huh? Yeah, yeah, man, it's it's coming inevitably. So, uh, what sort of nootropics are you on at the moment? Actually, right now I'm experimenting with uh, resveratrol. Infinite Age hasn't been released yet. Will be released soon on the website. Just seeing how it works. You know, I like to test all the products before they go on the website. Um, NMN, of course, this is a flagship product already available. And um, this is a this is an interesting product right here. Just basically for uh, daily wellness. Sea moss. Sea moss. Yeah. Sea sea moss. Irish moss. Uh, bladder rack and burdock root. Um, daily wellness type of supplement. I always focus on, you know, always not, you know, so it's important to biohack and improve, but also to maintain health and get the nutrients that you need to keep your body performing um, at its optimum levels. So of these, which have, of these, which have you been using the longest? Actually, I've been using NMN the longest. Um, Definitely. When I when I read the science behind it, it was actually amazing. Uh, it's it's one of a kind. It's new. It's a craze. A lot of people are jumping on it, so I had to check it out, and it definitely gives me energy and makes me feel more vibrant. You know. Um, and what sort of NMN dosage are you using daily? 
I'm using four capsules a day. It's kind of expensive. So, you know, I don't, <laughs> there's, a, there's a limit to how much you can take. People are like, yeah, take 2,000 milligrams. Like, oh, 2,000 milligrams is kind of, kind of pricey. So uh, I take four capsules a day, um, 250 milligrams per serving, two capsules per serving. So 500 milligrams daily is what I'm taking. Resveratrol, I'm doing a thousand milligrams a day as well, just to test, just to test the dosage and work with it and see see how I feel, you know. And definitely, I've been noticing a difference, you know, a noticeable difference that I can't attribute to placebo. And the resveratrol and the NMN, uh, David Sinclair, in I believe it was his Joe Rogan interview, he was talking about how those two have a, a synergy in between them because they both empower the sirtuins to do their job. The sirtuins are essentially these switches that our epigenome uses to switch on and off the right genes at the right time. Billions and billions of years of evolution have made our genes really very, very clever and very, very smart about instructing our body, instructing our hormones, neurotransmitters, about instructing our bodies what they need to do to maintain and heal themselves. And a lot of these leading researchers, uh, people, at, people at Harvard, people around the world at universities, are hypothesizing that the that aging aging and death has a whole lot to do that eventual decline that happens over the decades has a whole lot to do with the sirtuins and the genome losing that capacity to regulate itself because over time our bodies just become a bit less effective at converting the vitamin b3 into the NAD plus molecule that the genome needs for the sirtuins to do its thing. And so NMN, I've done, boy, quite a bit of research on it. At this point, people won't want to check out the 4,000 word article that I did on it. And I've, and I've done a number of other ones that people can find uh, that I'll link below wherever this podcast is being published. But the what makes NMN such a game changer is that it's a way of shortcutting that NAD plus sourcing. Uh, you know, you can imagine uh, humans since the dawn of time, we needed vitamin B3 and we would get it from all these nutrition, uh, nutritional sorts of sources. But, but NMN is actually the only precursor that is a, that you can supplement that is a step removed from the NAD plus molecule. And that's why people that's what that's why you hear like really fantastic things uh, especially from people that are like a little bit older people that are like that are maybe baby boomers people that are in their 50s 60s that are actually starting to develop some real health issues it gives their body and their genome a capacity to regulate itself which is which is which for some people can be really uh, beneficial really transformative life changing life changing definitely and Okay, and you've been using the C60 for a while also, right? Yes, yes, I've been using C60 too. Five tablespoons, I mean, sorry, not five tablespoons, about five milliliters daily, um, one to two tablespoons. It's been more of a long-term thing that, I, that I've been using with that. And, um, that's, and that's also the reason why I added it to the Infinite Age line. 
you know, anything that I found that was successful, you know, uh, worked for myself, I offered to the, my audience on the website. Russell, tell me a little bit about when, how you got curious about biohacking in the first place. What were some of the first things that you tried? So the first thing, I, I got into self-optimization early on in my life when I had problems with my physical appearance. I lacked self-confidence. I was skinny fat. I was a skinny fat guy. And no matter how much I worked out, no matter how much I went to the gym and ate well and just, you know, so self-disciplined, no matter how much I did, I really didn't get results. You know, it was like my genetics were terrible. I don't come from a long line of athletes or anything like that. I come from a long line of skinny fat guys. My dad is skinny fat. His dad was probably skinny fat. And that's, that's the story. So I first looked into these different compounds that could actually help me defy my genetics, defy what was given to me. And I realized how effective it was. I went from 140 pounds to now I'm at 185 pounds and you know I'm pretty well built. I'm not going to sit here and pat my own back or anything, but you know I, I, I'm comfortable. Your your Instagram, you're in really good shape. Yeah, I, I I I'm in decent shape. So once I found that out, I was like, wow, you know, how much further can I take this? How much further can I take self optimization? And that's when I ran into biohacking and the whole community. Um, where you can self-optimize to get better performance, better energy, better sleep, better health, and just overall better everything. Live a higher quality life. And with what I do as an entrepreneur and business person, it is a it is it is a very very um, how can I put it? Uh, it's it takes a lot of energy out of you. You know, it's it's, it's a very demanding. Uh, job or pursuit and you need something to help you stay ahead of the curve you know your competition is looking to outwork you constantly uh, your competitors your supply everybody that is in business it's just a overall it's just really competitive so I, I would look for something to help me stay ahead of the curve you know give me more energy make me feel better help me with my creativity my clarity memory focus everything and that's when I ran into like I said, biohacking and, you know, um, being in the supplement industry, I've been in the supplement industry with fitness products. My first interest, I mean, if you haven't noticed, there is a, uh, there's a link between the things that I'm interested in and the things that I actually market, you know, because if I like it, I assume other people like it too. And, you know, I find a community of people that do like it. So I bring things to the market. Um, you know, with my own branding. And at first I was in physical fitness products. And with the whole thing, the, the industry is crazy. You know, it's crazy. It is unregulated. There's no oversight. Um, and I found all this out being the industry. I mean, you yourself, Jonathan, could go on Amazon, go buy yourself a capsule machine and start making capsules right there in your room and put them on the market. There's no, like, who is to say that what you put in those capsules, your manufacturing processes, your quality control, who's to say that, who, who's there to check? You know, who's there to it's check? It's a them? wild, wild west, certainly. And, you know, there's pros and cons to that as well. There's pros and cons, you know, because too much regulation will limit our ability to get good, good products, as we already know that that's an issue. But then without 
regulation also comes with um, lower quality products and, you know, people coming out with just stuff in their house, you know, so. It's, it's incumbent on the consumer to really do your own research. You, you can't trust something because it appears on a store shelf. Definitely. I'm not going to say that every single supplement company. No, there's quality supplement companies out there, you know, but ones that really focus on biohackers, you know, the, the biohacking community, I couldn't, you know, I questioned the quality of products, of course, because I want to see a certificate of analysis to see that the products that have been tested, I want to see that the certificate of analysis has a lot number that also matches the lot number on the bottle. So without, you know, when I, when I got into biohacking, I noticed, hey, who can I really buy from where I can get the level of transparency that I want? And that's what led me to say, hey, if I can't find some, you know, if I can't find this, this uh, brand or this company, then, you know, there's definitely a need for them in the market, you know, because biohackers, we, we care about transparency, we care about what we put in our body. We are not people that just sit around and take things as they are. We, we want to see, see facts, we want to see proof. We're not just going to accept empty claims. Mm -hmm. Well, I want to talk a little bit about the importance of the, the COAs and the, uh, and the GMP status. But first, I wanted to speak to the point you were making about really the importance of entrepreneurs to implement as many biohacking things as possible into their day because entrepreneurship is really like a, a high performance sport. If, if you're going to be an entrepreneur, you're going to be subjecting yourself to levels of, levels of stress that are, that are really not sustainable. And this has actually cost me a couple of friends at this point. It's, it's, in, a, in some instances, believe it or not, this can be kind of a life or death matter. For example, I, I had a business partner about 10 years ago when I, was a real, when I was a real young guy. And you know how young guys are. We want to take over the world. We want to make a, a million well, bucks. Yeah. And so I had this business partner who was a real, he was a real talented guy. He was, he was highly competent. He was really good at sales, really good at networking. He was good at logistical stuff. And we, we did pretty well together in business, but he could not figure out how to handle his stress quite right. Cause yeah, it is, it is stressful dealing with constant little fires and negotiating with people day in and day out. And my business partner, he had a bit of an alcohol, he had a bit of an alcohol problem and mm. it got, and it got worse as we were working really hard. And then he had a bit of a problem with cocaine and uh, that got worse. That got worse as we got more successful, <laughs> surprisingly, right? Um, he, he seemed to, he seemed to descend further and further into, into vice and he, he kind of had an anger problem and he really, he didn't hand, handle his anger well at all. So after we had been in business, probably about a year and a half, I, I sat down with him one day and I said, you know what? I am going to give you my half of the business because it's just not worth, it's just not worth dealing with all this. Um, you know, we're not going to do a non-compete, but I'm going to give you my half of the business and we're going to go our separate ways. 
and we, we actually managed to stay to stay friends uh, more or less after that. We would we would hang out every once in a while after that, and he continued to be pretty su- successful. But his his addictions and his vices they got the worst of him, and he ended up dead a couple of years after that. I I think it was a drug overdose. I don't think anyone killed him, but he uh, they found his body in his BMW in Miami, and um, it was it was kind of one of those things where I said, "Wow!" Like if if he had had biohacking in his life, if he had had some of these tools available to him, if he was implementing some of these sort of tools, he could have allowed his ambition to push him to like great, great heights. But he was just a little bit too proud, a little bit too much hubris, a little bit too much impulsiveness and, uh, and, and the vice, the vice got him. I, I mean, I've battled with my, I can completely relate to that story because I've battled with my own demons and that's another story, you know, fitness, biohacking and constant self-optimization actually helped me out of this rut that I've been in, in my earlier part of my life. Another, a whole nother story, but it's a good one. Uh, but I can, I can relate to that. You know, entrepreneurs generally were impulsive where we we make decisions fast and oftentimes that helps us but you really got to slow down and you really have to be you know you have to map things and you have to realize the type of person you are and and make sure that you stay disciplined and get on the protocol of fitness uh supplementation eating healthy and and whatnot it's 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 all important you know and especially being an entrepreneur or any high performance uh, related career like lawyers, you know, uh, CEOs, uh, uh, high performance athletes, you know, it's, it's all the same. You're, you're, you're trying to get to the top and it's, it's a very competitive uh, space. Yeah. And we can't, I don't think we can overemphasize the importance of, of, of sleep for the the high performance person, because you people can have all of these uh, amazing stimulants that they can use. You know, you you talk to a lot of guys that'll do uh, modafinil. So, some some people do modafinil like like every day because it's just such a powerful stimulant. It is a quintessential smart drug that dials up your cognition. But there's a there's a cost in your sleep which everything, your sleep is the leverage point of everything else that you can accomplish in life. And so that's why I'm a really huge fan of things like the C60 olive oil. And my, my finding with the C60 olive oil was that it resulted in like amazingly high quality sleep when I would, I would wake up the next day, like really just feeling like uh, the world was mine to go out there and conquer. And, uh, and, and so there's, yeah, there's a lot of guys that'll be like drinking a bunch of, maybe, maybe people aren't into cap, aren't into modafinil, but they drink a ton of coffee and that is going to negatively impact sleep. And so, uh, yeah, so I would suggest people check out the uh, video reviews that I did of C60 olive oil because it's 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 such a a good natural solution for empowering sleep yeah uh that's the i think the most spoke about or the most shared benefit that i've seen from c60 is actually the sleep um 
tons of reviews. Everybody talks about the sleep. I've had several friends test it, you know, uh, try it out and sleep is amazing. That's the number one thing that they talk about, which like you said, is very important in any type of high performance lifestyle. You've got to get the sleep. I mean, I try to get by on six hours of sleep, but if I can increase the quality of my sleep, I can therefore get less sleep and have more time to work. You know, I feel that when I wake up early, as you see right now, uh, I get the competitive edge on my competition. I feel like I'm working when they're not. So it just, it's a mind thing. It's all, a, you know, it's a mind thing. It's, it's, it builds confidence and it's all, it all comes down to being a high performer. You know, there's so many different uh, aspects to being a high performer. Uh, and, and like I said, the, 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 the supplement line from Infinite Age is based on trying to help you or not trying, but helping you stay ahead of the curve, you know, and transparency as well. So, so I, I would suggest to people if they go over and they check out infiniteageco.com, I, I'd probably suggest that most people start with the NMN if they're, if, if they're, looking for something that's going to be kind of a, a holistic biohack, but also a, also a stimulating hack. Something like, the, something like the C60, like I said, it's going to be really great for sleep, but a lot of people are looking for something that's going to give them a, a cognitive uptick. Mm -hmm. And I had done a, I had done a sentiment analysis. I had gone around the internet and looked at hundreds and hundreds of reports of what people were saying about NMN, because there's, there's a bit of debate that goes on on the internet about the NAD precursors. Some people like the, some people supplement the nicotinamide riboside. That's, that's very popular as well. And it's an NAD plus precursor as well. But what I, what I saw, and I created a, I created a survey. So I have a little bit of statistical data backing this up. What I saw was that the NMN was more of a classic nootropic, that people were finding that they were a bit more stimulated, that they could work a bit harder. People were finding that they had a bit more problem-solving capacity on it. And there was a lot of people that were describing it as a as, a energy, as an energizing agent and as a bit of a uh, workout or exercise stimulator. So if people are kind of wondering what would be the best place to start, I'd probably direct them to NMN. I'd say so as well, that you're, you're going to see the best or the most overall results with that. But like I said, there's so many different things that comes to self-optimizing, you know, the nutrient factor, the sleep factor, the stress factor, and we are working on building a complete supplement line aimed at helping people hack their way to success and stay ahead of the curve. That's the whole goal is for high performance people that want to achieve the top, get to the top. And we are looking to help you get there with the supplement line that we carry. And in another thing too, that, that I see as the future of everything is subscriptions. You know, busy people, Busy people need subscriptions. They're, they should put their whole life on, uh, on a subscription. And that's what we really aim to do is so there's a huge added cost in making sure that we can offer subscriptions to our audience. But it's so important. It's so important because you, the people are busy. You know, I've many times, many times I forgot to order um, a supplement 
And as we all know, consistency in supplementation and consistency in anything is what gets you to success. And when you miss a week or two weeks for, um, off of that supplement, a lot of the times there can have some detrimental effects. So as, as much as it costs to maintain, to, to do our inventory analysis, to make sure that we are keeping enough stock on hand to supply to our subscribers, the CRM management, the added cost of a more robust CRM database to manage subscribers, we do it just because it's, it's, it's what is necessary for biohackers and high performers. And in people in general, I, like I said, I believe the future of things is definitely going to be subscription. Subscription to everything, toilet paper, deodorant, toothpaste, everything, you know, as, as, as time goes on and, you know, more shopping goes online. I, I see that as the, uh, the, the, not a trend, but what's going to happen. Yeah, the subscriptions save people one more decision that they have to that they have to make. And you know, like like Steve Jobs, you wanna you wanna minimize those arbitrary decisions as much as possible in your life. Exactly. I mean, I wear a polo and slacks pretty much daily, other than when I work out. Why? So that I can minimize my decisions. I don't like to choose what I want to eat for dinner. My fiance actually does. And that helps me minimize my decisions as well. So not having to worry about buying your supplements and, oh, did I get that? You know, it's going to come every month or whenever that you choose to uh, reorder one uh, bi-weekly, monthly, every two months, you know, it's going to come and, and we make sure that we get it to you. and We have stock so that you get it and you can count on it. One thing worth clarifying about the subscriptions, there's a bit of a, I saw on the Infinite Age website, there's a mm. bit of a discount when you get on a subscription, which is what people you know, would, would expect. But you should, I've, I wanna notice that it's not, a, it's not a thing where the price changes with the subscriptions. And there's, there's different companies in the nootropics health space that do this thing where they give you an initial, they, they, they say something to the effect of spend eight bucks for an initial 20 day supply of something. Mm -hmm. And then after 20 days or perhaps 21 days, 22 days, then we're going to charge your credit card like $69. And I always found this kind of like uh, ethically problematic. And I could see how that sort of uh, auto billing setup is going to kind of like get a bunch of impulsive people signing up for their system, but then they're going to end up being kind of angry and upset when they get charged like a whole lot more money than what they thought they were signing up for. Or maybe get charged more money than than what they noticed when they were you know impulsively clicking buttons on 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 websites so i i think that's a good thing for people to notice is that wh whatever your subscription is if you choose that then that is going to be like that's all the price is ever going to be for you it's not going to fluctuate it's it's the same and we are able to offer discounts on subscription because basically customers are making a commitment to us so because they're making commitment, they deserve a, a, a something equal in value to that commitment, which is a lower price, you know, saying, hey, I'm not going to buy once, but I'm going to buy twice, maybe three times, four times, five times. And therefore, you should get a lower price, you know. So the another really important thing is that on your website, people can find the COAs, the Certificate of Analysis, 
for everything that's offered there. And I have really been trying to educate my audience since about as long as I've had my website, Limitless Mindset, that people should demand COAs before they are purchasing or consuming really any supplemental product. Definitely. I, that's, that's the reason why Infinite Days was started is because there's, we, I felt there needed to be more transparency. You know, you claim that you have the best ingredients, the best quality. Well, why not show your COAs? A lot, I'll tell you how the supplement industry works. Uh, basically, overseas, that's where the raw ingredients are mainly sourced. And a lot of times, oftentimes, I'm not going to say every company, because there are very ethical companies that focus on quality control, not just myself, but there's a lot of them out there. Um, but there's a lot that, that don't as well. So it's kind of hard to determine which are good and which aren't. So that's where the importance of the COA comes in. So basically what will happen is you'll order your raw ingredients from overseas. You'll get a COA from the raw ingredient supplier. Then you, they, they look at that as they'll say, hey, this is the certificate of, authentic, uh, certificate of analysis and says the purity if it's available and so on. And they'll put it into manufacturing. Well, what happens is, what happens if the raw ingredient supplier doesn't send you the right ingredient at all? What happens, you know, people are human. What happens if there's a mix-up, you know? What happens if there, there's, there's a total bunk run and your raw ingredient supplier isn't as ethical as you thought they were? Well, that's really importance of getting a COA or testing done here in the United States by a credible lab. And it's just not a document you would think, oh, it's just a document with some, with some numbers and some purity and some identification. It's not. A third party credible lab will actually go to bat for you in court in any type of litigation situation. They are actually co-signing to your product and ingredient saying, we have tested this, this lot number checks out and it's good to go. And we are willing to go to court to stand up for our testing our HPLC and, and uh, HPLC testing and just putting our name on this document. So it means so much more than, than just a purity statement. It's a credible third-party lab co-signing to the purity or identification of your product. And people, if they want, they can actually call the lab that does the spectroscopy and they could, and the guy, the, the lab technician that runs the spectroscopy, he signs his name to the COA. So you can call that lab and ask to speak with that guy or, or gal, if it's a gal, and, and they, can, they can verify you. So it's, yeah, it's a really high level of transparency. People can be pretty confident that they're getting the real deal if they're seeing those accredited American COAs. And it's, and it's also important to call the lab too, because I've had a raw ingredient supplier, get this, this is a funny story. So I had a raw ingredient supplier submit a COA to me, you know, and I, and I was doing my, uh, they said, this is a third party COA from a lab in California. Well, I called the lab and I got a feeling they, they, that this was just a fake lab with a fake website set up oh, so no. that they can send fake COA. So it gets very, very murky. The, the, you're, you're dealing in, in murky waters when you're dealing with, with the supplement industry. That's why it's so important to get the COAs on your products. You've got to have those certificates of analysis and consumers need to demand them to make this a standard of all supplement companies to provide these to them. 
And GMP is also something that people should look for, but it's a bit different than COA. GMP actually actually happens on the manufacturing side. And it's a standard, lets you know that this there is some oversight and there's auditing going on and there's certain procedures and processes that this manufacturer takes to ensure that you get a quality and safe product. Like I said, it's so it is crazy. You yourself can make supplements. I mean, even if you make food, you need a food handler's card. But for supplements, something that you ingest, you don't need anything. You can simply make a supplement and put it on Etsy, eBay, or Amazon and start selling it. You know, so that looking for that GMP seal on a product is important, but even more so asking to see the document. The G, this is where transparency comes from. This is why Infinite Age, I, you know, this is my mission is to be transparent, not just say put a GMP stamp on my bottle, but actually show this is our manufacturer's GMP certification. My manufacturer is GMP certified, therefore I want to show you that they're GMP certified so that we can bring transparency to the industry, more of a movement. You know, I'm, it's a movement that I'm trying to create so that not only, you know, I know that all customers, you know, may not find something on Infinite Age or may not buy from us, but your favorite brand, you should be asking for these documents, these proofs of, uh, of, of just, uh, just transparency, you know? Mm -hmm. And the, the product lot number, that, is that something that's cross-referenceable with the, with the GMP facility? Gee, they, have, they actually have a database where they keep all lot numbers of production. I've actually looked at the level of auditing that's required or, or uh, bookkeeping, I guess, you just record keeping that a GMP manufacturer has. And it's extensive. Every run, they have a huge checklist of things that they have to go through. And I've also been on the other side where I've seen non-GMP manufacturers, and it's a night and day difference with the level of quality control put into manufacturing. Yeah, I was looking the other day at the the FDA a dietary supplements GMP compliance page. And it's this incredibly dry and long page of all the different little laws that the GMP manufacturers have to follow. There was 22 different sections of it. And I've, I'm frankly amazed that GMP products don't cost a lot more than they do considering that level of compliance. They, they essentially, I think, need to have like a, 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 probably more than a single person. They probably need to have a department at GMP mm. facilities that's maintaining the compliance in a bunch of these different areas, uh, like the, the hygiene of the employees, the cleanliness of the lab, the uh, regular maintenance of the lab, the the uh, conformity and the consistency of the products that they're creating. It's, uh, yeah, I, I'm frankly glad that I don't have to manage a business like that. It seems like an incredible amount of details. Well, it definitely does cost more to get, man to get your manufacturing done by a GMP certified facility. It, it costs more. You have to get more units made and they, they have, they, it's, it's just, it's more costly in general to get it done. But the level of quality is even is 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 you can see it. I mean, I've got stuff made back in the day by before I knew 
all of this by a non-GMP certified facility and compared it to the level of quality just in the appearance alone. Just the label is on the same place. Every time it's tight, the seals are perfect. It's just that you can tell it's in the details. The details, the way that they send it to us is nice and organized. And it's just, you can tell when you're working with a high quality facility rather than a lower end non-GMP certified facility. And I, I want to mention to my audience that Infinite Age is one of my recommended vendors, obviously because of all the reasons we've just described. And I do free, I do free 30-minute biohacking consultations with anybody who purchases the Infinite Age products via like via my website, via the links mm -hmm. you could find on my website, if they purchase over $150 worth of, of infinite age products. You just have to send an email to me with the receipt for that. And then me and you can jump, uh, me and whoever, I'm happy to talk with really anyone in the world. And I'll jump on Skype with them for 30 minutes. And a lot of times people are, they're confused about different biohacking life hacking things. And I'm able to get on Skype with people. And sometimes I'm able to pro provide some clarification on things that they've maybe, maybe like Googled on health stuff that they've heard like conflicting information on. I'm, I'm pretty consistently able to provide some clarification to people. And it's a real win-win because I get to like make some friends around, around the world. I don't know, actually, I don't know if infinite ages shipping elsewhere outside of the United States, but it's a way that I can meet like really interesting people. And then I have a, I have a special exclusive online community. I call it the Limitless Mindset Secret Society. And I make it exclusive to people that are, that I know are spending a not insignificant amount of money on their biohacking. So yeah, if you guys check out infiniteageco.com, uh, you'll find that their products are not exactly cheap. So you won't have a hard time spending 150 bucks and then definitely shoot your, shoot your receipt over to me. And then uh, I'd love to talk to you. Hey, I appreciate it. I didn't even know you were doing that, really. Thank you. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's a nice little added benefit. I had no idea that you were offering, but I appreciate that. Thanks, Jonathan. You know, it can really help. No, I'm just, I, it's, it's, I'm not saying, you know, I never like to come on podcasts or, or uh, you know, videos, um, video chats and, and tell people to say, hey, only buy from me. It's, I, I try to just bring transparency to the industry from what I know. Like if you are buying from another brand, just ask them for a COA on the products, you know, demand it. Also say that, you know, maybe ask for to see a GMP certified uh the certificate from their manufacturer and see if they'll provide that to you as well. You know, I don't like to say that there aren't other brands that out there that make quality products because there definitely are. There's great products out there on the market, but there's also products that aren't so great that you also got to watch out for. And that's what I'm really trying to, you know, put, bring that message to people. And that, and I did it er, uh, earlier in my career with my fitness supplements too, with the COAs. And I just saw how much people actually appreciated that level of transparency. You, you know, recently the past couple of weeks or so, I've been really fascinated by this coronavirus outbreak. 
And one of the concerning things about this is there's pretty good evidence that this coronavirus, that it can survive on um, surfaces, particularly if there's like, if there's like a product, if there's a product that's being shipped from China, that's kind mm -hmm. of like a, that's kind of like a porous, uh, a porous product. So you could imagine if there's like, you can imagine if there's a product that has some packaging and maybe the packaging gets a little bit wet and mm -hmm. porous, there's potential, potential that it could carry coronavirus and you would kind of you would hope that like the amount of time that it would take for it to get across the the pacific ocean or whatever that it wouldn't be a problem but it's it's one of these things where people need to really be just a bit more wary nowadays about especially if, they, if there's a chance that a supplement came from china you really really want to make sure that it's passed an american COA because if if there was a supplement that somehow had gotten contaminated because a little bit of because I don't know it rained on the packaging container and it got a little bit moldy and then it picked up something from the other side of the world that's the sort of thing that would be that would be detected by mm -hmm. a lab here running a spectroscopy on it and then they'd say whoa 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 don't use this and then you would you know probably burn probably burn that supply. But if people are consuming things and all they see is a Chinese COA, all they see is a COA from some lab that doesn't even name themselves, it's, yeah, it's, it's a scary world out there. Yeah, definitely. And that's what I said. Most of the time, or I'm not going to say sorry, I'm not going to say most of the time, but oftentimes manufacturers and, and, and brands will accept the COA that comes from the raw ingredient supplier. That I don't, you know, you have to have a lot of trust in, in your supplier to just accept that for what it is. You know, you don't know if that that was from two batches or three batches ago. You don't know if that's for this current batch. So it's just so important that you get the testing done on all the raw active ingredients on, on the current batch that you are putting into production and running. And then making sure that, hey, you show the customers like I know that there's companies out there that do third party testing and I oftentimes wonder. Why don't you show us? Like show us this stuff so that we can rest assured that what we're putting in our body is has been tested and is to the highest quality. Yeah, that's something I've been there's a couple of big companies in the space. Like I think about maybe on it or bulletproof. And obviously a lot of people really love their right. products. A lot of their products have changed people's lives, but I have I've emailed both of those companies asking them about COAs and and never heard anything. So I think it's a I think it's an exemplary transparency step that hopefully will be adopted more widespread eventually. Yeah, and it and it it it, it should be third party lab. Um, I know that you did a little bit of research and also into what um, a credible lab is. Why, why don't you talk about that a little bit? I know that you were. You were uncovering a few things that I didn't even know that surprised me about the accreditation of these uh, labs in the United States. Yeah, so they have to go through. It's a two-year. It's a two-year process. I know for them to for them to get accredited to mm -hmm. do that. So and so, and you can imagine with 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 anything involving government regulation, businesses become 
extremely conservative and and risk averse. Typically, typically, there's some exceptions to that. Like when uh, I don't know when uh, pharmaceutical companies capture the FDA or whatever, and you get a and you get a revolving door between uh, industry and regulation, then it gets really problematic. But when you have something like the like the accreditation of laboratories, you don't quite uh, accre- laboratories are not making billions and billions of dollars the way that farm the way that big pharma or uh, big finance institutions are. So there's not quite that same economic industrial uh, incentive for for corruption there. And so these these laboratories, you better believe if they were to if they were to fake a COA, or if these laboratories were, if there was a product, if there was, you can imagine a situation, if there was a supplement that got contaminated with some virus or some problematic bacteria from overseas, and then they let it pass, they dropped the ball on the on their verification or whatever, and then a consumer went and consumed that and got sick, and then sued the manufacturer, and then the manufacturer would bring the accreditation laboratory to the lawsuit. And then mm-hmm. if if the if if there was an error that lied with the laboratory doing that verification, you better believe they would they would probably have their accreditation pulled by the regulating agency, and then they would be out of business. So it's a Generally, I'm not really a big fan of regulation. I'm kind of a libertarian kind of person, but in this in this instance, the in this instance, there's skin in the game with these with these uh, labs doing the accreditation, and that's really good for the end user that is putting something in their body that's going to affect their mind and body, uh, and they want it to have the most positive possible effect. Yeah, I like. I really, I'm with you on the libertarian thing. I'm a libertarian all the way, but you know, there does come a time when, you know, there should be a little bit more, you know, especially when people's health comes into play, you know, risky, uh, taking risks with consuming things that haven't been uh, tested, you know, could, could possibly have negative effects on your health because a manufacturer or brand didn't go through uh, quality control steps that they should. But like I said, we can avoid the whole regulation thing by helping the consumers understand the importance of a certificate of analysis and a GMP certified facility. You can safely say that you have those two things, that you can rest assured that there is quality control and there is, uh, there, there, there's been care taken with that product. And they are at the, the company or brands looking out for your best interest. So it's up to the consumer, really, because, you know, if you, the more that you expect the government to regulate these things, the more that they regulate the industry. And a lot of times we can't get the stuff that we like as biohackers. You know, a lot of this becomes scheduled, unavailable, hard to get, whatever the reason is, you know, we, we really don't want that type of oversight on the industry and rather we can police it ourselves by requiring that COA. Sure, sure. So let's uh, switch topics a little bit. I wanted to find out what does your day as a biohacker look like? What are you doing to wake up in the morning? What are you doing throughout the day? Uh, See, so, you know, I, I went through a real rough patch in my life and I actually realized that pleasure comes from self-discipline 
So I wake up around 4.30 in the morning. I get a little coffee in my system, take some supplements, get a workout in, a run, a jog, whatever that is. I, I do boxing later on in the day. I have a boxing trainer. I don't compete, obviously. I mean, I have one eye, so it's kind of hard for me to compete. You don't know that. I got one eye, but it's fake. But uh, so it's, I, I can't compete in boxing, but it's great cardio. So that's, that's what I do as far as fitness goes. Um, I wake up, I meditate, I start doing some reflecting, and then uh, I head to the office, get work, work, I work a lot, um, nine hours, 10 hours a day, come back, enjoy time with my fiance and our little dog, and do it again. And, you know, these types of this demanding lifestyle of being an entrepreneur and being a business person, having to constantly problem solve, put out fires, and people look to you to lead. So if I, you know, if people's livelihood and um, life is basically in my hands, I want to make sure that I'm performing the best that I can in anything that I can take that no, I'm not, well, of course, like you said, there's a risk factor, but anything that I can take that can help give me an edge, keep me ahead of the curve and help me perform better, I do. And that, that, that's not only supplements, but that's the food that I eat, meditation, fitness. It, it all comes into play when being a high performer. What sort of supplements are you starting your day with? I wake up, I take resveratrol. I take the NMN. I take a, a, a multivitamin. And I also take a few research chemicals, I guess you could say. Um, mm-hmm. And that's for fitness. I also take, I also believe in, I take testosterone and I also take HGH for, um, and I think as males, that is a game changer, you know, because men with high sex drive have more ambition. And I believe that gives you that extra energy to get out there, really want to take on the world. So I, I also take that as well, helps me stay younger, energetic, ambitious. You know, I, I actually had a, you know, I, I, you know, experimented with testosterone throughout my life. And I noticed every time that I had taken testosterone, I was doing well in life. So I said, you know, there, there, there might be a link to, you know, the ambition, and the sex drive that testosterone gives you and the ambition that you have to go out there and be successful. Yeah, people may recall the 11th chapter of Think and Grow Rich by yes, Napoleon yes, Hill. Yes, and, sir. And, and that's, that's what he says over and over again, is there is a, that, that sex drive is inextricably entangled with the capacity, particularly of men. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure exactly how this would work for, for women. I, I kind of get the impression that Think and Grow Rich was written for men, uh, but the, Back in the 30s, yeah, it 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 really does make a difference. I have not, I've not taken exogenous testosterone yet. Mm-hmm. I I actually have a funny thing. I actually have a supply of exogenous testosterone gel sitting mm-hmm. in my refrigerator, and I've been using a bunch of testosterone promoting herbs. And so I'm thinking that eventually I'll run out of those herbal, those herbal sources, and then I'll try the the exogenous gel that you that you rub in down there, and I'll see if it's a major difference between between trying to support testosterone naturally. And I guess I'll report that when I when I do that. Yeah, I can I can attest. It's it's and I mean it's gaining popularity. The 
here in the United States with the testosterone replacement therapy clinics, you know, it's, it's huge. And, and people are starting to realize the benefits from it, you know, as far as men go, you know, when you, when you, when you age your testosterone, your growth hormone levels drop and you can actually, that's one of my favorite biohacks that, you know, I didn't talk about. And of course I can't offer on age, but this is one of the most beneficial biohacks that I've seen or I've uh, experienced thus far. And you're not concerned about a long-term hormonal dependence on the exogenous testosterone source. That definitely there. Yeah, that's a factor. And it's something that you have to take into consideration when you decide to use testosterone, but that's, that's a whole nother story. And there's a ton of information on out there on it but yeah that's a whole a whole nother story but there are risks and there are things that you need to take into consideration and long-term you know uh long-term effects of it and you know and things that aren't are, are, are still unknown about it but i mean with biohacking in general uh with the more risky side of biohacking and nootropic testing there's a lot of stuff that is uh, long-term effects aren't known you know. and you're using the nicotine often yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I vape constantly. It, it, I find that it actually has a therapeutic effect for me. It's just something that helps me sit back, relax. And I, I honestly didn't know that it was a biohack. You know, I didn't, I didn't, I, I wasn't uh, aware of that. But it's just something that helps me throughout the day sit back, relax, reflect, and just, you know, something that to occupy. Because I'm, I'm, I'm a constant, you know, uh, I constantly think and I'm constantly moving. It just helps, you know, it helps the, help me get through the day. Sure. I, I would just urge you to take some breaks from nicotine from time to time so you don't develop too much of a dependency on it. Oh, I'll be honest with you. Those days are over. <laughs> those days are over i am pretty dependent on nicotine have been a while like i said that was one that's one thing that i could not break from the rough patch of my life where i was uh, uh chemically dependent on a lot of things you know and that was something that i just couldn't break i and i don't care to you know honestly i don't care to yeah yeah sure there's okay so i use nicotine also so no no, no judgment there. Uh, a lot of people, a lot of biohackers use, use nicotine because it is a hell of a drug. It stimulates creativity. It helps with having a bit more verbal firepower when you need it. If you look at the great authors, the great novelists, Anne Rhine, Tolstoy, Dostoevsky, uh, J.R.R. Tolkien, all of these people were really voracious smokers because it is a great creativity drug. But what, what I suggest to people in, okay, I, I've done quite a bit of research on nicotine at this point, and primarily the reason why people who smoke cigarettes get, get cancer and die is because they are, you know, inhaling um, like four or 500 different very strange chemicals that are incinerated in cigarettes. That's, you know, that's what kills all these people that smoke cigarettes. The, but my research did lead, lead me to believe that the, that the nicotine itself probably has a real mild carcinogenic 
effect. And, and I'll tell people why I use it, even though it has, even though it potentially has a real mild carcinogenic effect, is if you're a biohacker and you're doing a lot of other things in your life to keep yourself really healthy, to keep your mitochondria really healthy, you, you have a, you, as Russell will attest to, you have a tremendous upside with the nicotine of creativity, motivation, etc. And if you, I feel like it's, and maybe my opinion will change on this when I get older. Maybe as I get a little bit older, I'll get even more conservative about this. But my thought is that if I'm taking a lot of other things, especially something like C60 that has a really powerful anti-cancer effect, if I'm taking a bunch of things that are supporting my mitochondria that are going to prevent cancer cells from proliferating, I feel like it's a pretty reasonable risk-reward trade-off. Yeah, and you know, it's probably... (laughs) contradicting that you know i am you know pretty i guess you can say a health fanatic but i vape and you know it 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 could hurt my image but you know i just like to be transparent yeah every i can't i'm not perfect you know what i mean that's how come i'm vaping on this on on the uh on this video chat with you you know people might think whoa hey this guy is a, a health fanatic and he represents health but he's sitting here vaping well it's just i'm being transparent i'm human too you know so it's, it's like one of my things that I just do that I know probably isn't the best for me, but it helps me, you know, it's something is for me. And, and compared to everything else that I had going on in my life previously to vaping, I mean, it's a complete, you know, change. It's like, come on, just let me have one thing, you know? Yeah, yeah, just, uh, you know, have, have a bit of C60 from time to time so you can... Yeah, 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 just help combat it. You can, yeah, that's, de- I mean, that's definitely something that you can take in consideration with testosterone too. It's like, yes, it, it, there are certain, dude, there are long-term effects, but they can definitely be mitigated with supplementation, you know, just like anything else. There, there are certain things that you can take to help mitigate the long-term damage of, uh, testosterone usage. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, maybe we can address that in like a future podcast because the whole, yeah, the exogenous testosterone thing is, uh, it's something that I, that I look forward to exploring at some point I, in the future. I'm an expert on it, but I do know an expert on it. Somebody that I oftentimes consult with. He also has a, fa- um, a YouTube channel be a great guy to get on here and ask any question that you'd like and, and, and also maybe introduce it as a biohacker, you know? Hmm. hmm. Okay. Well, cool. It's uh, it's been great chatting with you again. I'll recommend to people if you're my recommendation is the NMN. Oh, let me make one more point about the, about the NMN. This is something that I find really fascinating about this NAD precursor. I was reading this really excellent book by Dr. Joe Dispenza, and it was on the placebo effect. You're, you're familiar with the placebo effect, right? And so in this book, he delved really, really deeply into the science and the research that's been done on the placebo effect, because it's, the, it's one of the most consistent things in clinical research. Every single gold standard human clinical trial is placebo controlled because it's so consistent as a factor in health and in medicine. And the conclusion that he reached is that the placebo effect is a result of epigenetics, 
the placebo effect is our, so you, there's, there's a supplement, there's a drug, and you expect it to have a certain effect. And so when you, that particular expectation communicates via what's called neuropeptides, which are a uh, communicating molecule that your brain releases throughout your body, your brain communicates an expectation throughout your body to your genes specifically of a certain effect. And so this is why in studies, they'll give half of the participants a placebo, which is totally inert, which shouldn't have any effect. But then because people have a bit of an expectation in their mind of an effect, those neuropeptides communicate to the epigenome and then the epigenome goes in the body and implements the same thing that the actual supplement is doing. It's really, it's really pretty remarkable. There's really, there really is a, a biological mechanism that underlies the power of belief for us to change our body. And this, this is where NMN comes, comes in because the NAD plus molecule is a crucial cofactor to this epigenetic process happening for the, for the genome to intelligently do its thing, instruct the body to heal and fix and maintain what it needs to. It needs this NAD plus molecule. And so my hypothesis, and I'd love to see a study that eventually like verified this, but my hypothesis is that the power of belief and that the placebo effect would be significantly multiplied by people using NMN because NMN is going to fuel that epigenome exactly what it needs to multiply the effectiveness of everything else that people might be doing in their biohacking. I say that's a that's a, a fair assumption you know and I also love that you did write an article about that as well didn't you? Yeah that was the uh, I called the article the placebo effect friend or foe of biohackers and I think that's going to be published on your website maybe today yeah. maybe tomorrow maybe I love how you, I love how you connect certain points you know you 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 make fair assumptions and connect certain points you know that in and uh and throughout the, all your research you know you 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 connect certain things that make sense you know and thanks and that, I really appreciate your writing so keep on writing thanks. John thanks man Thanks. Well, yeah. So I urge people to go and check out NMN. If you purchased, uh, if you purchase $150 of it or more, or maybe you want to, maybe you want to get like some NMN and then you want to get something like BPC-157 because who knows, maybe you'll pick up an injury in the gym, or maybe you'll be having a raucous night out at a discotheque and you'll injure yourself dancing to techno music. Something like BPC-157 can be very helpful for the, the healing process to be accelerated in the body. I have a bunch of articles on that also. And uh, yes, yeah, so people should send those receipts to consultations at limitlessmindset.com and I can get on the uh, on a Skype call with them. Thank you. I appreciate you doing that too, help, helping educate the audience. I, I appreciate that. Like I said, I didn't know you were doing that, but thanks. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Okay, well, I uh, look forward to a continued conversation with you and everyone else.